So our scripture for the sermon today is yet again from that will be in this psalm. Uh, today we're reading from verses 23, actually 21 through 31. This is the word of the Lord. David says, our steps are made firm by the Lord when he delights in our way. Though we stumble, we shall not fall headlong. For the Lord holds us by the hand. I have been young and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. They are ever giving liberally and and lending and their children become a blessing. Depart from evil and do good so you shall abide forever. For the Lord loves justice. He will not forsake His faithful ones. The righteous shall be kept safe forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and live in it forever. The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, and their tongues speak justice. The law of their God is in their hearts, and their steps do not slip. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not as experienced in life as many of you, but I've noticed in my 40 years on this earth that much of life uh, comes down to our understanding of two important questions. What is the good life? What do we envision as the good life? What's been demonstrated to us as the good life? Uh, What do we see and and want to uh, go after as the good life? What is it and how do we get there? What is the good life and how do we get there? What are the steps? And our our understandings of the good life change all throughout life. Would you agree with that? That when you're younger, you think it's a certain way, and as you grow older, you, you learn what life is all about, and you get a better sense, hopefully a better sense, of what the good life is. I mean, the good life for me when I was my children's age was watching TV on Saturday mornings. That was the good life. (laughs) And in high school, it was hanging out with my friends and starting to gain our independence, doing whatever we wanted. And slowly, it started to get even more complicated of saying, well, I want to be successful in life. I want to get an education. I would like many friends. I would like a spouse. I'd like to start my own family. This is pretty common, right? But the difficulty starts to be in life of, well, how do we get there? <laughs> so you all know that I've struggled, I struggled in getting to my version of the good life in terms of academics. But even after I graduated and moved around first to St. Paul and then to Lake City, I still struggled with another component of what I thought was the good life, of having lots of friends. That's what I experienced when I was younger, so I wanted to do that again. So a step that was... Uh, not quite as firm as I would have liked, was uh, joining this uh, social club for young professionals. I had heard an advertisement when I was living in St. Paul, and they said, you want to make, make, make friends and meet new people, this is for you. It was called Events and Adventures. And uh, I heard the ad, and I thought, well, that's perfect. I can literally uh, handpick my friends. So I can work towards, I can take steps towards the good life, Okay. So I call the number and I set up a meeting and I go and sit down and they say, okay, here it is. 
we've got a schedule of events and this is about how many people come to all the different events. You're going to make all kinds of new friends. And I was thinking, maybe I'll even meet somebody. And then they tell me the price. $2,000. Yeah! (laughs) And I was living paycheck to paycheck at that time, but then they're really good. They say, oh yeah, that sounds like a lot, but if you pay per month, for five years or whatever, it's, <laughs> it's $37. Not so bad. And I quickly thought about my budget and I said, I can do it. And you know what? It's worth it because this is going to get me to the good life. So I sign up and I get the materials and I felt this weird pit in my stomach like, what did I just do? But I said, nope, I'm doing this. It's going to be good. And then I get the materials in the mail with the schedule and all the different opportunities and I noticed this really important little nuance that the $2,000 got me in the door. And most of the events cost extra, <laughs> which I couldn't afford. And we're on the other side of the Twin Cities, which my vehicle could not get me there. It would break down. It literally would break down. So the steps that I was taking to the good life quickly uh, washed away. And I actually felt shame and then disillusionment because n- like now what am I going to do? I tried to get out of it, but they said, no, too late. You had three days to back out of this contract. It's too late now. So now I'm making payments to try and get to the good life, but not actually able to go and enjoy that uh, experience. Not my best moment. And it it took me about three years to get out of it. So friends, you have your own vision of what the good life is from your past, but now even as you grow older and life changes, you still have a vision of the good life. It's important for us to think about what is the good life, And what are the steps that we can take to get there? Now, I wanted to show you this picture. I'm going to walk up here and point it out to you. Because the step that I took was kind of like this wooden part of the bridge, right? The events and adventures quickly washed away (laughs) when life catches up with you. You could think of the water rising as just life catching up with you. But the steps that we're intended to take in life that God wants us to take are firm steps that will lead us to where God wants us to go, okay? So those blocks are in the Whitewater State Park River, the Whitewater River. We were camping there as a family. And each one of those blocks is at least 500 pounds. I was going to call and check and ask how much they were. Maybe they're even 1,000 pounds. I don't know. Point is, you are not moving those steps. And the water, no matter how high it gets or no matter uh, what's happening, if it goes over or under, it's... uh, shallow stream or whatever, those are not moving. Maybe they go a little bit. But when we pursue our version of the good life, when we take those steps, oftentimes we take that little wooden portion that when uh, the flood rises, they get washed away. But what I want to point out to you is that uh, God wants us to take firm steps. When life happens, even to the best of us, we experience disillusionment pandemic taught us this, didn't it? Pandemic taught us that even the best, the best paths that we would want to take can be washed away. Sickness can come upon us just in a moment. Loss of employment, death, a breakup or a fractured relationship once again left in disillusionment. How do we get back to the good life? Friends, this is why I appreciate David's words in Psalm 37, specifically verses 23 through 31, which we read today. But hear these words again. David says, 
Our steps are made firm by the Lord. Our steps as God's people are made firm by the Lord when He delights in our way. Though we stumble, we shall not fall headlong. For the Lord holds us by the hand. David is telling us that the steps towards the good life are not always certain. But when we seek the Lord and when we follow Jesus, the Lord makes our steps firm. So this is why I've split up this psalm into uh, four different weeks is because there's so much here. And these are the steps that, the firm steps that David is referring to from within this psalm. He says, first of all, don't fret or be envious. Don't get pulled into comparison of what other people have and what you don't have. Don't let your anger or negative emotions, he doesn't say don't have them, because we all have those emotions, don't let them control you. Don't let them pull you around and just uh, be tossed about by them. Those are the steps that get washed away. Trust in the Lord for the outcomes, for the fruit in your life. Commit your way to the Lord. Delight in Him. Delight in God. Derive your joy and hope just simply from being with God. Last week we talked about this step. Be still and be patient. Commit to the Lord's way and watch what He does. Look at the long-term fruit of what God does in your life. So the more we commit to this lifestyle of what David is describing, the more grace and affirmation we receive from God as Jesus shapes our heart and character. Our steps are made firm by the Lord. Practical steps, super practical steps that are really hard actually, like surrendering what's happening in our life. Acceptance of what's happening. So first is acceptance, then surrender. Prayer, spending time in the Word, meditating on God's Word, letting it dwell in our hearts. David says this in verse 31, the law of their God is in their hearts. Their steps do not slip. Journaling. Uh, all these things are ways that we let God shape our vision of the good life. We don't start with what we think the good life should be and then work towards it. We allow God to help us understand what is the good life. What is the good life? Not just when I was in my 20s or even 30s, but what is the good life in my 90s? What is the good life in my 70s or my 40s? What is the good life? I love also how David tells us that we will stumble. This is important to know. He says, we will stumble. And when you stumble, you will not fall headlong. We don't use that word. It's basically like saying you won't fall on your face. You won't be down forever. Friends, there is no such thing as perfection in following God. And the more that we think we need to be perfect, we deny our reality. We don't let God into those parts of us that actually really need to be transformed. Because we think that we need to be perfect. There is no such thing as perfection in following God. But we can be assured that if we let the Lord reveal the steps toward the good life, we will stumble but we won't fall on our faces. We won't have prolonged shame or guilt. And the lows eventually won't endure uh, for as long. Well, Everything that David is uh, saying to us today sounds familiar to me as what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7. Do you know where I'm going here? you know what I'm going to say? 
Uh oh. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man, a wise person who built his house on a rock. Sounds pretty firm, right? The rain fell. The floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And it was a great fall. David and Jesus agree. That when we let the Lord establish our steps, even our understanding of the good life, those steps will be firm and not eroded by the stress of life. And that God delights in our way as we learn to delight in Him. I like that what we see from David and Jesus is that the good life, the good life is the with God life. The good life is the with God life. The journey is about being with God, not just getting to a particular place or having things be just right. It's about knowing and accepting the fact that God is with us here at every step of the way. The pandemic taught me, friends, that the steps that we take with God are firm because they shape us. We can trust that God will be there and those steps are firm because we're going deeper into trusting God. We're not being tossed about about what's this person doing or that person doing or what's taken away from me or what am I working towards next. We're trusting that as we commit ourselves to God, as we trust Him, as we delight in Him, as we let go of everything else that everyone else is doing, that God will reveal to us that He's there and He's working on us. He's shaping us. He's helping us to be strong and face whatever it is that we're facing in life. That's the real challenge of our time. Because in order to get to that place of delighting with God, we have to, we have to, we have to let go of whatever anybody else is doing. And we have to open our hearts to God and say, Lord, help me to see the steps that I can take right here, right now. That's why David says all throughout this psalm, uh, don't be envious of the wicked. Don't fret. Don't worry. It's sort of like these 500 plus pound uh, steps across the Whitewater River. Nothing is moving those steps. The water may overtake them, but they do not move. These These steps are firm steps, like... Here's some other steps we can take, like making moments of quiet and prayer, simplifying our lives and what we're working towards in life, coming here on Sunday or on a Wednesday night, serving God through outreach and mission, serving the church to open our doors for other people, getting into God's Word together. Friends, when we take these steps, We take them with the Lord and we move forward towards God's vision of the good life, which in reality is a life of delighting in Him. The good life is the with God life. Amen.
Und das 